everyone, and welcome to the Neverend Podcast, the podcast open to everyone, especially biggest dickest. My name is Luke, I'm your host of the Neverend Podcast, and with me as always is Mr. Andy. Say hello, Mr. Guy. We hear you leaving, that's okay. I thought our wild, our little wild time had just begun, but I guess you kind of scared yourself. You turn and run. I'm excited today to talk about nights 13 and 14 of the G1 Climax. Luke, we are deep in the tournament. I am, I'm fresh as a daisy. I'm ready for five show week, which is what we got coming up. But we got to talk about these shows first on the Never. That's right. Open a podcast. You could say we're almost as deep <gasps> as the biggest. Uh, Diggis. Uh, yeah. Yes, we are going to talk about nights 13 and 14 of uh, the G1 Climax. <clears throat> and if you want to interact with us about the G1 Climax, <laughs> you can. Uh, we're on the Tweety, the Tweety X, the X Tweety. Uh, if you want to be X's with us, I guess you can. Uh, I'm at GrumpyTubeEB. Mr. Guy is at DrusoforTweets. Collectively, we are at NeverOpenPod. And if you want to send us a written or voicemail, you can do that too. NeverOpenPod at gmail.com. Uh, also, if you've got a bit of extra money, if you got that social banks money, I don't know how to do a New York accent, so I, that's my social banks money. I can't do it. Forget about it. Yeah, yeah that's it. Uh, shoot it our way because, uh, you know, you'll get merch that make you look never as Do that. Yay. It's true, Luke. And uh, we do have some big news we got to share, but this is the really the only thing besides G1 action we got to talk about. And that is that, um, you know, last week we talked a little bit about some B-League basketball. We talked about, you know, some crappy team. Yeah. We talked about the best team ever, the Diamond Dolphins of uh, Nagoya and, um, you know, Aichi Perfector, obviously. But um, so we reached out to the um, – the coach of the Diamond Dolphins. His name is Sean Dennis, which we were, you know, initially terrified by because anyone with two first names is usually two first serial, names. serial killer. But in this case, it's true. He's he's actually just a uh, awesome basketball coach, and he follows us on Twix now, and so that is amazing. I'm so happy about that, and I'm pretty sure he's our best friend. Shout out to Sean Dennis. I don't know if Twix is going to catch on, man. Twix is the name of a chocolate bar in uh, in Australia. I don't know if you have Twixes. We do. do. That's why I said it. And they're delicious. Ah, Yes. Uh, Mr. Dennis, he does indeed follow us. And he, I guess he, he's going to enjoy lots of New Japan talk. Uh, or he's just put us on mute and uh, just well, added this to be nice. I mean, but, uh, <laughs> we can't talk much B-League. It's the offseason, Luke. You know, when the, when oh, the season that makes sense. starts, we'll talk about what the record is. You know, all I mean, it's going to be a million and oh, obviously they're going to win every every fucking game. But at the same time, you got to you want to know how by how much and, you know, collect stats and see like, you know, what how much money Sean Dennis is going to make the, the next year after dominating and destroying the B-League. You know, things like that are very important to us. We'll break it all down as we go through the Diamonds season. Dolphin Diamonds. That's right. Diamond Dolphins. Do you think he do you think he wants to rule the B League and move up to the or do you think he wants to like eventually move up to the A League? I think that his dream is to coach the Diamond Dolphins, the greatest basketball team of all time. When you get to the heights of your dream and you you know, it's kind of hard. That's really hard, man, because what's next? You know, if you've already yeah. achieved this, I mean, it's just pure dominance. I think what it is is that he'd like to go undefeated one season. I don't know if they've done that yet. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, there's some house of torture shenanigans that's probably prevented them from doing that. 
and uh, I think this season's their season to go undefeated. Definitely. Uh, I think I saw that match where uh, Mr. Dennis was about to call it a uh, very like timely timeout, mm-hmm. but then the uh, the water boy for the other team low blowed him, and uh, and uh, you know then the other water boy for the other team was getting garroted at the same time. I mean that and really then, uh, the other team up. won. That blew up in the other team's face, though, because when um, Sean Dennis got low blowed, he was holding a glass of Gatorade, and that spilled all over the floor. And so they had to come over and clean that up, and he got his timeout anyway. Damn straight. So, I know. Guy's See, smart. He, he, he knows the house of torture tactics. He's not falling for it. And also, uh, hey, uh, do you think we're going to get supervillain evil? Because uh, I'd fucking love it. Uh, I'm ready for that hair to go. I love wrestling. In wrestling, you can't just get a haircut. You gotta make that storyline, and that's that's what I love about wrestling. You want to change your look? That's gotta be an angle, brother. Brother. All right, let's roll. Yeah, we'll talk about how that makes no sense though later. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, because you know, uh, Luke, we're are you ready for night thirteen? You know, it's uh, absolutely. Don't, we don't have any information on the EDA arena, but because uh, we've talked about it many many times, and the Dolphins don't even go there. So what's the point? But uh, it's nice to have Kevin and Chris on the call for this show. It is indeed. Uh, and I, I wish Chris would stop telling me that sometimes fairy tales don't happen and uh, New Japan will start making some fairy tales happening. God damn it. <laughs> but, uh, yes, they are both on the on the call. And we start off with, oh, my God, it's a cone on the cob. Yeah. Yeah. Versus Taichi. Yay. And okay. Yes. I'm happy to see you, man, but, man, you're going to get your ass kicked. And you're going to get your ass kicked in style because uh, I fucking really enjoyed this match. Uh, Taichi doesn't really do much, and there's going to be a little um, theme running throughout these, not all the all the tags, but some of them, whereas the guy who doesn't have a G1 partner on his team, yeah, that G1 dude, he's going to take a back seat and let the young lion slash doki slash bushi guy uh Get get his all the Makabe man, get his ass whipped, and then they're gonna come in and maybe do a move or two and then move out. So yeah, you know, Taichi's just like, look, brother, I got a fucking G1 match coming up. Uh, you can you can bump for me? Yeah, all right. Not only that, uh, I'll just take a, you know, I feel feel like Doki said, no worries, Taichi, I'll even take an F5 bajillion. Because <laughs> goddamn, did he just take the biggest F5 I've ever seen? <laughs> Not only that, he deserved it too. <laughs> I don't know what he was thinking, being like, I'm I'm. Yes, I'm, I'm a small guy, but I'm freaking ripped and strong. I'm going to see the suplex dealer later on Jeff Cobb. <laughs> and Jeff Cobb lets him start putting almost all of it together. Like He's like, Jeff Cobb's going, oh, I've got to see this. And he's like, yeah, that'll do. I'm not doing the leg part. <laughs> I'm going to F5 bajillion your ass. <laughs> then he gets sheep murdered big time. Yeah. <laughs> the I'm just like, oh, poor Doki. Oh, that cop just leaves with Doki's pole. I know. So they kick his ass and they steal his shit. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, Doki. <laughs> that match is awesome, though, man. It's so fun. Yeah. And, like, Doki yeah. loves taking bumps, so it's his favorite. Awesome. And so so you say F5 billion. What about Jeff 5 billion? Is that acceptable? Because mm. they've been calling it the Jeff 5 as well, you know, as yeah. the uh, F you know, thousand, ten thousand, whatever it is. But uh, yeah, there was a yeah, there was a moment in this match where Doki was about to overpower Great Ocon, but then she killed, like you said. <laughs> it's so funny. So it's also like both Cobb and uh, Great Ocon were like, "All right, we'll see what you can do." Yeah, that's enough. 
<laughs> we also got uh, some new lyrics for the Just Five Guys theme song that were about shampoo because of their shampoo commercial. Mm-hmm. Keep that in the back of your mind for later. So next, Luke, we have a match, and it's a six-man tag match. It is The Fisherman and Yo versus Kenta, Gato, and Finley. I love when Gato wrestles. It's the best. So Chaos come out, and they're wearing the No, I will do that fucking Goto sauna shirts, which shirts. makes me laugh so hard. Um, that is so funny. We made that happen. That was because <laughs> of us, for sure, and no one else. Uh, but we uh, anyway, realizing the universe is it's exactly right. <laughs> we are this this podcast is extremely influential. Sean Dennis follows us, folks. Okay, so yeah. let's fucking let's wake up out there. But uh, anyway. <laughs> They do, they do war drums on Gato, and that makes me real mad. And I, I gotta say, I don't know what the crowd yells right before the war drums, but fuck you for doing that crowd. They were pretty awesome, but not for that. That was bullshit. So anyway, Gato stands on Goto's reins. It says, I don't know what that means. He tells him to give up. Must be his, uh, I don't know, his, oh, his ribs because his ribs hurt. That's right. And it makes me really happy because he's stepping on his ribs, going, "You should give up, Goto." And I'm like, "Yeah." This is what I'm saying, you know? So <laughs> Bullet Club, they tortured Goto for a while. And I'm like, this is the greatest match I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Some really good shit, though. We got a preview stuff, uh, preview stuff here between Kenta and Yoshihashi. Of course, they have a, you know, star-crossed love affair. It's, it's really a love-hate relationship, you know? Uh, Yoshihashi loves... Uh, excuse me, uh, Kenta loves Yoshihashi, and Yoshihashi hates Kenta. Uh, but uh, anyway... Goto gets the sushi garoshi, it says here, on Finley during the everybody uh, in the pool spot. Yo pins Gato. I'm fucking pissed. But then Kenta brawls with Yoshihashi after the match, and they're in love. And uh, Bullet Club lays everyone out, even the young lions after the match, Luke. So let me get this straight. We get tags after, like, almost a month, or about a month. We get tags, we get to see wrestlers we haven't seen for a while. And the first match, Doki jobs. And then the second match, Yo wins. So I'm like, what are you doing to me, New Japan? But uh, I'm joking, of course. Uh, Gato's in the match. He's losing. <laughs> That's just how it goes. And, and Doki's not in the tournament. So, of course, I'm not mad. I just, it was just like, I'm just like, come on, man. You had to do that to me in the first two matches. You, God damn it. It's, all, it's but, very uh, personal. It's very personal. You know, yeah. I understand. Well, we are an influential podcast, Mr. Guy, and uh, and uh, I guess it, they don't like my influence and so decide to do some things that piss me off. But that's okay. At least yeah, it's, it's, I mean, Gato's sitting back there. He's booking the show, and he's like, how can we troll Luke? Like, I've done everything. We got all the finishes, but we need to add the troll of Luke in there. And Yo is standing right behind him, and he says, I got it. Well, his first thought was like, well, we can't have a third Jay White leaves New Japan match. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. And uh, we get uh, we get something I, I, I really enjoy and hope continues for a little bit in the future. Because, uh, uh, I don't know, it's House of Torture versus uh, Los Ingobernables. Dehapon, most specifically, uh, Shingo Takagi, Tetsuya Naito, and the returning... <gasps> Bushi. Oh, we also got a returning Yujiro. Hey, and Show's here. Woo! Show, 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 show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, 
Dude, and if the previous finishes annoyed me, evil is here to put things right, at least in my universe. And everyone else's universe, they're like, ugh, fuck this guy. But uh, this is really fun. I like the chemistry these guys have. It's uh, really cool preview stuff between uh, evil and Shingo, because they're going to have a match very soon for the fate of Seabot, I guess. Uh, or one of the fates, because uh, neither of the two positions have been uh, decided yet, which is unlike A block. Uh, Luke, or B would block you because... say it's a duel of the fates? Oh, dun 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 dun. Yeah, dude. You know what's dude? You know that song is like amazing. I, I, I'm reading a Star Wars book right now, and I'll be reading a, a segment that doesn't even have Jedi in it. I'm like. Oh yeah, Hans flying the Falcon. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> like, I don't know why for that bit. He's only complaining that the ship's falling apart again. But <laughs> anyway, I really like <laughs> this match. is uh, is is great. Uh, where am I? Yeah, so in my weird, weird <laughs> universe, uh, everything is evil on Bushi for the win. Uh, I'm really looking forward to Shingo versus Evil. Uh, everyone's ragging on Evil, saying, oh, you know, he, he's, he's unsuccessful and blah, blah, blah. And everyone can shut up because he's been a triple champion. When was the last triple champion in New Japan? Oh, yeah, it's Evil. Uh, before that, who knows? Uh, history starts with Evil, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only that, he always gets like 8 to 10 points in, or maybe 12, depending on how the rounds are done in every G1. So... You know, everyone can shit on him, but he's done a lot better than a lot, a lot of people's favorite wrestlers this tournament. That's for sure. One of the few people that Luke's uh, happy with their booking, so we got to celebrate. <laughs> <this>. <laughs> hey, look, even I admit, Shingo's got to beat Evil in that last match for the block, or or, or Evil's got to lose the next match. Like one of those two things has to happen. I understand Evil needs his comeuppance. He's won a few too many times already. I get it. I was just thinking when this match came up, I was like, hey. These guys have feuded, right? And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's obvious. That <laughs> it's LIJ is why House of Torture is a thing, of course, you know, and because uh, it's been a long time since those two groups have feuded. And, man, it's so much more fun than chaos, isn't it? Oh, so, my God. Uh, you know, not bad. So, anyway, next, Luke, we have something pretty fun. It is Aaron <laughs> Hanare and Will Ospreay versus... ELP, El Fantasmo, and Togi Makabe, who puts on ELP sunglasses and tries to get the rub from ELP because, you know, Makabe has been on, you know, Takeshi's Castle recently, but I mean, he's not as relevant as he used to be in the wrestling world. So he's trying to tag with the young heart stars and, and get over, brother. So that's what we're doing here. So. Oh, man. So we get some preview stuff between <laughs> ELP and Will, and it is tremendous, obviously. And and ELP could totally hang with them. You know, it, it's it's great. So and then the United Empire heals out and double teams ELP. So Makabe helps and he gets the fans cheer for ELP and he shows some personality and it's kind of fun. He wrestles Hanari. And it's not bad. And then United Empire, they're like, fuck you, Makabe. And they beat the shit out of him. They hate to catch his castle. They don't like it was like it was like one of their friends that he smeared that blue paint all over their face. So guess what? Streets of Rage on Makabe, uh, you know, Hanari gets the pin. Uh, did, did we mention the Spankathon at the start? For some reason, uh, Osprey spanking Hanari's butt, and Hanari at first is like, "What's going on?" Then he's like, "All right, I'll allow it because you're the boss." And then, uh, 
And then the El Fantasma is sticking it right out, and the Carbo's like, all right, I guess we're doing this. And uh, spanks El Fantasma. I'm like, okay, that was that was funny. Uh, must I like the personality thing I was talking about, you know. That's right, it was. Uh, I also like uh, some of this will feed into the uh, the match the next night. But uh, El Fantasma, he's like stuck in the corner or something like that, trying to chop his way out, and his shoulders fucked, so his moves are ineffectual. It's pretty good. I like it, and I like seeing Hanare get his revenge over all the dads that beat him for years. So, you know, I'm all about that. Uh, so, uh, you know, seeing him do absolutely destroy Makabe <laughs> puts him even more over with me than he already was. Uh, I love him. So anyway, next we have Gorillas of Destiny versus uh, and Hiroshi Tenzan versus the dream team of Kazuchika Okada, Hiroshi Tanashi, and Tomohiro Ishii. Oh, my God. These three guys remembered their champions. It's the first time I've seen their titles all tour. <laughs> wow, it's just all, I don't know why they did, never came out with their belts. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know why. But uh, <clears throat> the best part of uh, of this match is is kind of like Ishii and Tanahashi sort of working together, or at least saving each other. Like they'll do that because neither of them want to lose. Or but <laughs> I feel like Tanahashi's also going like, "Come on, Ishii, we could be friends, right?" And Ishii's like, "Fuck you, no." <laughs> so uh yeah also there's like this one thing where uh Tongaloa if you were in a match and that trio of Okada Tanahashi and Ishii can't make me think you look good you suck and that's all I'll say about it in this match uh Tama does barely anything so it's like one of those you know he did a uh he did a Tai Chi in the Tai Chi match he's like yeah I've got a really tough match coming up I, I, I get it, too. The Never guys are going to have some uh, absolute wars coming up, so they need to need to chill with the tags. Mind you, Tenzan tonight and the next night... Oh, thank you, Charity. She just bought me a lovely coffee. Uh, works his fucking ass off uh, and looks absolutely incredible, really good in shape, and you remind me on the next night. Uh, yeah, I've already mentioned this on the show and on the Twitter. <laughs> And, like uh, man, Tenzo's losing weight. I'm like, yep, he sure is. Yeah, it's it's almost like the <laughs> one of the three dads from Three Dads Gym is using the equipment, Luke. You fucking idiot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, my memory's not always the best. Uh, I think maybe listeners might might know that already. Oh, you know what makes me laugh though? All right, Tenzan. He takes like that that flosion kind of thing that uh, Okada does. Then he takes the high fly flow and the crowd boos the shit out of that. <laughs> and then he takes Ishii sliding lariat and loses. Like, I don't think they're booing the, the moves so much as they're booing the fact that they have to put all three of those moves on Tenzan. And no one wants to see Tenzan getting wailed and jobbed out that big. Uh, me included. So, you know, I, 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 I did tweet out that, like, uh, if that high fly flow was on Tongaloa, hell, maybe even Tamatonga. Uh, the crowd would have cheered a lot more because uh, they love Tenzan in Osaka. You'll see that in both nights. Yeah, he was super over. And like you were talking about with him losing weight, his head looks even bigger now. And I was thinking <laughs> to myself, I was, I was thinking, you know, you know, that building that we thought, you know, maybe was actually built as a hat for Great Bait. Maybe it's actually a hat for Tenzan because a big hat is maybe big enough for his head. It's the only one in town because that thing is, All right. man, is huge. So, 
Yes, Before yes. Before you talk about the the, uh, the first G1 match, Mr. Guy, I have to have some real talk with you. Well, Remember that I'm, match where yeah, Goto had not, to put on... I'm, I'm not done talking about the last match, oh, so let me finish sorry. that real quick. So uh, also yeah, yeah. in that in that match, Kevin Kelly reveals to us that the end is near, quote, for Tenzon. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? Don't say that. What? So that, that's oh. all I had to say. Please continue, Luke. All right. So do you think, like, remember that match that uh, Goto had against Yano and he's wearing that big fucking, like, mascots hat? Yeah. Do you reckon do you reckon Tenzan could fit that? Or is it the size of Tenzan's head? <laughs> um no, that actually was Tenzan's head. <laughs> it's a replica. <laughs> it's a replica. So, uh, that would be so funny. Maybe that's why they like him so much, because they think that Tenzan is actually one of like the local mascot. They're like, <laughs> they're like Oh, there's Tenzan, the local mascot. Like, oh they, that's an actual person. Like, no, no, it isn't. <laughs> so, all right luke next we have the g1 climax uh believe is this this is a block right is that correct yeah great okay so our first and last uh a block night of of you know we're starting to get to the end of this and we'll explain points and everything uh after we talk about these uh matches here but marty asami is a massive gabe kid fan and so he wants to come out and watch the canamore gambit gambit live so we get something wild here. So, oh my God, Suji's music hits right, and he comes out, and he it looks like fucking Suji to me, and he walks down the the apron or the ramp, and he gets he gets fucking beat up by Gabe Kidd, who appears out of nowhere for the Canamar Gambit from behind, right? <laughs> and so it's so funny because it's actually Suji's twin brother, Shota Suji. Legit, his name is Shota Suji. So they have Yoda and Shota Suji, and so here comes the actual Suji. And man, this guy looks just like him with the jacket. You can't really tell. And so it looked, it was like maybe you, if you were right there next to him, you could have told something was wrong. But like there was no way. So what a cool way to start this match. I love that. That was so fun. And another fun thing about this match is that Suji is the babyface in this match, and I really have enjoyed that. Anytime he's been a babyface in a match, it's been a lot of fun. So he gets the big shine, of course, but Kid hits a Saito suplex on the floor, and now it's all kinds of heat on Suji and his lookalike. <laughs> so he beats them both up. There's a really great, <laughs> there's a great chop battle. It's just tremendous. Suji, uh, he what's this say? He bar he borrows an air tie from Nakashima. Um, and we get hair a tie. sweet, oh, a hair tie and we get a yeah. sweet strike battle. Yes. Yes. Okay. So that was like the, uh, you know, I don't know, hair up, uh, square up or whatever you call that. Yeah. He's putting his hair back and it's like, it's business time. Yeah. Who was that, that wrestler that used to, it was, like a, it was like a female wrestler used to say that. I can't remember what it was anyway. Um, but that was great. So, um, <laughs> I thought that was fun. It, this match is very, very violent and never, and it's awesome. There's a running lariat and a brain buster for Kid for two. A power moves from Suji after a failed moonsault from Kid. He tries a moonsault. Man, his moonsault's beautiful. Um, and Kid hits a running knee to counter a spear, which is just brutal looking because here comes Suji running in for the spear full force, as uh, Jumpin' Jeff Farmer would say, and fucking Kid just knees him. Tremendous. Um, I love that. And it's a slap fight, and it's extremely violent. Kid fires up and runs right into a spear. Suji wins. And, man, it turns out that um, 
you know, the, 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 there was more than one gene that got blasted the night Suji was conceived. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, not only that, like, like immediately after the little spot happens with uh, Yoda Suji and his brother, everyone on Twitter is like, it's a stuntman. It's his brother. It's a stuntman. It's his brother. And then the taco girl comes out and it's like, he's both. So uh, there you go. Uh, oh, that's so awesome. And you can't really tell until after Shoto Suji's jacket comes off or Yoda takes off. Shoto takes off. Yoda, the brother takes off the jacket. You, you can't tell <laughs> that it's not him because he does have the face and the kind of stubble. But once he takes the jacket off, you realize that, like, yeah, they're twins, but only one of them has to, like, you know, beef up and hit the gym for his job. And uh, that's Yoda Suji, of course, right? <laughs> but I do like that visual of, uh, of Gabriel Kidd uh, right in front of the camera going, fucking Yoda Suji, I've been beating this bitch up since he was a young lion, since we are both young lions. And right behind him is Yoda Suji, just fucking big grin on his face. Absolutely incredible visual. Uh, Gabe Kidd, dude, <sighs> I liked, he's got a really cool bully style because it works for me because, like, he can he can dish it out, but he can also take it. So that's like I, I, I fucking love that. And his cell style, not all the time, but he's got like a cell style, especially when he hit the strike exchanges. That's a, a bit of a mix of like Ishi Shingo's kind of cell style. You know, they'll be in a, a, a strike fight, and then uh, you know, kid will just be like, oh, oh, and he'll he'll kind of sell and buckle first. Yeah, I see. The mat. That. Like a delayed <clears throat> sell, you know, that's like Ishi does yeah. quite a bit. Yeah, that's good. So, oh my goodness. And I do like that uh, Marty gets pissed off with Gabriel Kidd at one point when he rolls out of the ring uh, to stop the count. He's like, come on, I'm counting here. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> yeah, so a match that starts off as really fun turns into a never as fuck war and my match of the night. So, uh, yeah, there is that. Uh, <clears throat> awesome belly to belly at one point by uh, a release belly to belly, by, by the way, by Kidd onto Yoda Suji. Man. Suji taking some dangerous looking bumps too, like that one you said where he's going for a spear and then just eats it in the face. I'm like, holy <laughs> fuck. That's great. And whilst I might complain that oh, his finish is just a spear, this match, the spear kind of really worked for me. Like they really worked it in, into a way I'm like, all right, if this is how you're going to do it, they're, they're slapping the shit out of each other. Uh, Gabe's all fucked. Boom. And yeah. I guess I'm also gushing about this match because I'm stalling because whilst I do like the next match, yeah, I do find it extremely maddening. It is Ren Narita versus Kaito Kiyomiya. Uh, the match that makes me think, A-Block, what are you doing? <clears throat> uh, uh, notice I said A-Block, what are you doing? Not necessarily, you know, Kaito Kiyomiya is booking. What are you, what are you doing? Uh, I, having said that, this match is fucking awesome. I just don't like the finish. I mean, I, you know what I mean, Mr. Guy. This match is great, though. Lots of fuck your leg by Kiyomiya. Dragon screws and figure fours. I'm just like, yep, Kiyomiya's going to do my shit. I love that. <clears throat> and I'm getting into it. It's a bit a little one-sided, but I feel like that's Ren's shtick. Uh, Ren, Ren has this, uh, I'm going to get beat up and come back up and kind of like hit my offense. Like to show how tough I am, the son of strong style, right? So that I get it. That's his, that's his thing. So it is mostly one-sided for the first 10 minutes, but those first 10 minutes has Kaido Kiyomiya putting on some really cool offense and Ren 
selling and bumping his ass off. So I'm super into it. And just when I feel like I'm super into it, Ren Marita fires back and I go from being super into it, but to being like, all right, I fucking love this match. This match is great. Uh, I love, there's a really cool moment where uh, <clears throat> Ren, you know, he gets the Cobra twist on, reversed into a tire bridging tiger suplex by Kiyomiya. <sighs> that's my shit. That, that's my shit. Like, I, I love that. And then, like, Ren, who might not be, like, my favorite wrestler uh, charisma-wise, he still, like, does my shit too because I see him pulling out fucking bridging German suplex and all this kind of stuff too. Uh, however, as into it as I am, they, uh, I, I realize, and we can talk about this after we finish talking about this night, uh, I realize that as they're talking about this match, the way they talk about it makes me feel like, wait a minute, there's fucking no way in hell, like, unless some convoluted this thing, this thing, this thing, this thing, and this thing happens, Kiyomi is not even second place in this block, you know? Like, he's not he's not progressing. And, and I'm like, really? No, no, he no, he is not. So, Ren Narita beats him. So, like, like if he if Kimia won, it was too convoluted for him to progress. And I'm like, that scratches makes me scratch my head. So I'm like, well, didn't we put him in for this story with? Okay, and then when Ren beats him, now he definitely won't. And he kind of looks a little. He had a great G1, Mr. Kimia. He looked awesome. Except for the booking. What is it with promotions booking this man? Okay. This what's man the, yeah, yeah, but what's your problem with the booking? You have a specific problem with the booking. Tell us what it is. I, all right. The G1, like, and before anyone jumps in and tells me, like, oh, they're saving Okada versus Kiyomiya for an important thing. And I'm like, the G1 is important. It is one of the most important things of the year. And it is the most It's to the heavies, at least, it is the most important wrestling tournament in the freaking world of wrestling, and in the whole world ever, in my opinion, anyway. Right. So everyone sees Kiyomiya get announced, and everyone's like, oh, shit, yeah, we're going to get some Akata stuff. They're in different blocks. Oh, okay, well, there's still, still a chance we can get them high in the finals or something, right? No, they will never even meet each other in a ring this whole tournament. And I'm just like, wait, what the fuck are you doing? Yes, in Gato, I trust. But Gato, you make it really freaking hard sometimes, mate. Really hard. Uh, look, so I'm just going to say this right now before we finish doing the blog. Uh, I don't hate everything about it. I've watched a lot of tremendous wrestling from all of the men in this block. They've done an incredible job. Uh, but... Uh, the booking of A Block is probably my least favorite of all four blocks. And look, I'm not expecting Kimi to win the whole tournament. I'm not stupid. This is New Japan, not a Noah show. Like, I'm not. But, you know, like, I don't know. We got Marafuji versus Akata, and then we had the, the next match. Uh, I don't know, man. I just thought that's where we're going to go. It's a 20-minute time limit, so Kiyomiya could probably get that 20-minute revenge because Akata fucking kicked his ass. We're not getting that either. And I'm like... And, and then I have to hear Chris go, and sometimes fairy tales don't happen. And I'm like, well, 
Yeah, well, most of those fairy tales have dark endings anyway, Mr. Chris, so shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doesn't the, like, witch eat Hansel and Gretel, you know? Yeah, ever heard of grim fairy tales like Jesus Christ? <laughs> so, I like this match. I like, look, it's a good win for Ren Reader. Awesome, because, like, he didn't get many points in this, in this G1. It's fine. It is what it is. But, I don't know. I expected something. I expected them to, I expected them to do something cool with Kaido Kiyomiya in the G1, and I don't think they did. Uh, it, the only cool thing they did with Kaido Kiyomiya in the G1 is having Kaido Kiyomiya be in the G1. And I just thought they'd like a, ramp it up a bit, and they didn't. And I can't help but say that I find that vastly disappointing. However, Ren versus Kiyomiya is a fucking good match. I can't take that away from either man. I loved it. Yeah. Every, everyone's mad about this, right? Like everybody. And like, like, what was the point of putting him in there? So, you know, the fact that he's not getting the Okada match and people are just mad that he didn't make it to the, like, you know, the, they keep calling it the playoffs, but basically the, you know, the making it out of the block to the, to the semifinals or quarterfinals mm-hmm. or whatever they're going to be. And, uh, I don't care at all. <laughs> I don't care I don't. at all. So like, well, okay. But, uh, you know, and so I don't understand why everybody's all worked up. This is clearly the story that Noah is telling with this wrestler. Okay. So if you, if you look at what the Noah wrestlers are saying, like, for example, Keno is like, oh man, Keno was wrestling in the same arena, like a few, like, uh, like a few nights later or something like that, or he's, he's going to be, and he's like, oh, I hope I win there. So that when I see, you know, Kiyomi, I can, you know, let him know I won in the place where he lost, you know, like that kind of thing. And they're all saying he chose the G1 over the N1 tournament and he went in there and embarrassed himself. So I don't know why that's the story in Noah, but that's the story. That's the story in Noah. So it's just, I mean, okay, I don't really, I don't really like that story ever either. But I personally don't really care about Kato Kiyomiya as a like wrestler. He's not a New Japan wrestler. He's just some guy yeah. from another promotion that's a young guy that's being mistreated. He's very good. And I think he could be a top guy for sure. I think he is a top guy in a lot of respects. But they don't. And no, neither does New Japan. So that's where we're at. Let's accept it and move on. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I, I get it. But – I just thought the whole point of him being in the G1 was to lead to an Akata match, and we don't even get it at it wasn't, all. Yes, it was not. So like, <laughs> it was for him to even, fight the young guys. That's what it was for. For the young guys to fight it out. What anyone wanted. <laughs> but, but I don't. I don't agree with that because all the young guys wanted to fight Okada. They all had to fight yeah. each other to get that chance. Well, guess what? The New Japan guys want that more. So they won that more. You know what I mean? They they. I know. You know, I don't know. That's just the way I feel about it. I don't really care that much. And, uh, you know, I can't wait to talk about this next match, too, because you're mad about that one, too. So, the by, next... by the way, Mr. Andy, before we move yes. on, mm-hmm. um, none of those young guys who want to wrestle Okada will wrestle Okada in the next round. Right. None of them yeah. progressed. I'm just yes. It, okay. So, so they're all dumb. They're young, dumb. The full come and full they come, yeah. and they are and they they just beat the <laughs> shit out of each other and and basically they all ruined their own chances to get to Okada. That's the story. That's what their story they're telling. It is what it is. Yeah. You know, not every you know thing know. that you want can happen can happen. And so people like to me this G1's been incredible 
and when oh, when there's when there's like criticisms of stuff like this it's just like to me it's like who fucking cares but that's just me personally so next Luke, we have uh this match which i <laughs> the booking of this match worked on me but it didn't work on anyone else apparently so sonata and we'll talk about points again you know when we get done with this but this is an important part because sonata is undefeated at this point and and no one's been undefeated in the g1 for quite some time so you know we have chase owens who is the spoiler here he is i'm assuming that chase owens is going to win this match by hooker by crook that's what i thought was going to happen so it is chase chase owens versus sonata and uh you know i thought this was decent you know chase owens he tries to join just five guys but it turns out it's just a ruse i couldn't believe it and then he gets the paradise lock on and he's so excited now the way you perceive that is you said that you think he accidentally did it, but I just yeah. thought that he did it. And, you know, and he just was like so happy and excited because he did it, not because he accidentally right. did it. I mean, he's been trying if he to can do it hit forever. It, if he can hit it like a, a second time, yeah, then I believe he can do it. But right now I'm thinking he it managed it on accident and I, I don't think he's 100% sure if he knows if he can do it again. We'll find <laughs> out next paper. year. We'll find out. So, anyway, Red Shoes even smiles at Chase Owens and sell it and, and like, it's like, good job, man. And claps for him when he gets the Paradise Lock on. So everybody's happy about it, except for Sonata. Um, Chase celebrates like he's won the match, which is really funny. That's one, of my, that's one of my favorite things ever is when a heel wrestler will celebrate like they've won the match when they get a very tiny victory. It's a Owen Hart thing, you know, Owen Hart, like yeah. he, he would like win a wrist, <laughs> he'd like get a wrist lock escape and be like, I won. You know, it's the best. So anyway, um, oh, what's this jewel end from Chase? Oh, for the but it's a and then you know, but it's Sonata reverses that and puts Chase in the Canadian paradise lock. So he wraps <laughs> him around the ropes like an upside down paradise lock, which is fun. They fight on the floor and do New Japan reversals. There's a DDT on the exposed concrete floor, and Sonata barely gets in before the end of the countout. Uh, well, this is when we get the jewel in, excuse me, uh, for a very, very long hold. Uh, Chase gets the loaded knee brace out and tries to use it, but Sonata dodges. Red Shoes waits for his spot and gets sent into the corner. <laughs> and Chase uh, hits the knee brace shot and two knees, and I'm thinking, okay, here we go. He's going to win. Um, but the ch the crowd agrees with you and everyone else, Luke, because they were not buying this one bit. They didn't give a fuck about this. They were just like, um, where's Naito? <laughs> That's kind of what they were thinking, you know. Or where's Naito? Or where's yeah. Naito's friends? Yeah, exactly. So uh, anyway, they're dead. There's a, a, a shining wizard, a deadfall. Sonata wins, and the crowd just died halfway through that match because they. I don't know. I guess they knew something I didn't. I thought that this was going to be a sneaky win for Chase Owens, but, you know, here we are. Is it, is it a poorly wrestled match? Hell no. They both men wrestled quite well. It's a good match. Uh, and I'm not against the idea of a Chase Owens versus Sonata match. Uh, but really, it's they do that one last? Man, imagine if on the last night of A Block, it was Sonata versus Kaido Kiyomiya, Yoda Suji, Gabriel Kidd, shooter it like all these guys would have been a much more because like no one in the crowd and me believe that chase had a chance in hell no chance that's what you I got I, I, oh, well, except for maybe you uh and that's fine uh, uh i had i and also 
that would mean Chase got a title shot, to which I responded to you uh, on, the, on the chat. Like, uh, if Chase beats Sonata, Kent has got to come out and steal this title shot too. <laughs> <laughs> totally stole his United States title shot. What a douchebag. Uh, but I never thought that would that was going to happen. They're not going to do that at, like, the next uh, tour, Chase versus Sonata. They're not doing that. No way. So I was like, that's not happening. And I'm like, this is the last night of the block. And Sonata's not even main eventing, I guess. Oh, no, it makes sense for him not to main event because he's already safely in the next round. Yeah, and so, he's main evented, like, five other times or something like that, I think. So, so. here's what I would have done. All right, Sonata versus – if we're not going to have Kiyomi move to the next round – Here's what I might have done. Sonata versus Kiyomiya in the final round. If Kiyomiya wins, he, he has an opportunity to, to be in the next round. But he's got to beat the champ, and then he doesn't. You'd be so mad either way. I would. You, you would have been a fucking better story. Come it on. It would have made you Chase. turn on Sonata. You would have been like, fuck, I hate Sonata again all the time. And you probably are. You're on the verge of not liking him because he's won a bunch of matches too. So I don't know, man. He wins again on the next night too. So. Yeah, and and you were giving me this whole other thing about like, all right, well they might do the thing that they've done before where he doesn't win in the match, but they'll, he'll pin him in the tag match the next night, and then I'll just be like, well, what was? No, that's okay. I would like that even. Yeah. Well, here's what I was thinking: is that like <clears throat> one yeah. of my favorite tag matches of all time was on the best or the uh, the G1 Climax 26 uh, finals. And it was a bunch of guys that were in the G G1 Climax together. And I just really have a feeling that Okada's not going to make the finals. And if he doesn't, then he can be in that same fucking match where it's Kato Kiyomiya and a bunch of other people, maybe a couple Noah people on his side versus Okada. And we can reunite that fucking, you know, because that I'm sorry, that feud is cold right now. They got to heat it up. You can't just have that match. I think that that would be a cold match to have at this point especially after what's happened to kiyomiya so you could heat that up again by having a fucking crazy tag match at the finals and that's my prediction so i can't wait till it doesn't happen and i can shut the fuck up finally but i won't do it so i won't shut up ever i feel like i feel like the japanese audience and the western audience are like we're ready Strap a rocket to this young boy, uh, young man. Uh, Kiyomi is like in his 20s, isn't he? Strap a rocket to this motherfucker already, right? Everyone's like, ready for it. And Noah even, and New Japan are like, no. But we don't even watch Noah. That's the other thing that makes me laugh so much is that everybody's so worked up about this. Like, you motherfuckers don't even watch Noah. What do you care? You're so <laughs> worried about supporting Kiyomi and how he's getting done wrong, but you won't even watch his promotion. So nah. <laughs> everybody fuck off. <laughs> so. I feel like we all have a point, but you right there, probably, you definitely have a point there too. <laughs> and uh, all right, so let's move on. To Shooter Umino versus Hikaleo, uh, winner this, of this match advances to the playoffs. Playoffs, yeah. And then like the next guys are gonna have a best of seven series or something. Like what's what? It's not the playoffs. Uh, is that how you do it? You get into the playoffs and you gotta have seven matches against the same team? Like what <laughs> is that? A, yeah, I mean, you know, it depends on the sport, but yeah, some some sports do have series where they, you know, baseball best three out of five or best, you know, four out of seven. This is a, uh, I don't like that they're calling it playoffs. To me, it is it is a continuation of the G1 tournament, and it just happens to be the, you know, quarter and semifinals and then finals. Yeah. 
And I feel like this isn't a bad match, by the way. I really like this match. Uh, it does start off a little slow, which means this match is going to go a little long. And I don't think I'm used to uh, big man. Ma- I'm used to big man matches having a, a kind of slower pace, but I guess I'm also used to them being a, a little shorter. So it's taken me maybe a little while to kind of get my brain around that Hikolo, yes, he is big man, but uh, he's also big fast man, and he's not going to do necessarily all the big man shit. He's going to do some different stuff too, which is fine. Uh, but he's I not really your like- daddy's big man. Yeah, he's a big like- man for the modern times. and i can't really complain about hickler going over in this match either because he does win he wins with a massive choke slam that he he gets in like 17 18 minutes against shooter you know really hard fought really good match but the thing is everyone's hickler is having these really hard fought even matches and i'm just like dude you're like not only a foot over a foot taller than everyone in your block obviously way more than everyone in your block too so i don't think they should be this even i feel like he shouldn't be selling so much i feel like the other person should be selling more and maybe yeah that's not your daddy's big man i'm not your daddy's (laughs) big yes and i can't complain that he won and gets to move on in this block either because like oh i can but i'm not going to because like we've been saying he got rid of Jay White, and they're not capitalizing on him. Why? It's they are, insane. They are. Yeah, no, they, they are. did. They <laughs> really did. And, uh, you know, have we loved everything he's done in the G1? No, I haven't. But I've kind of liked it. Like, he hasn't had a really he – hasn't, he hasn't put on a bad match this whole G1, uh, unlike uh, one of his brothers. Uh, and I, I feel like, you know, for his first G1 – and for a big man, like, I feel like, and for someone as green as he can learn, I feel like he's done a fucking good job. So, yeah, I feel like uh, they capitalized finally on him defeating uh, Jay White and Kenta. And this is the culmination of that. He doesn't need to go any further. You could always say, oh, he made it to the finals of the G1 this year. And, yeah, I, and he did. You can't take that away from him. Like, you know, so I like it. It's... Well, at this point, he's made it to the quarterfinals. So, you know, but, but he know, made it out of the block. Finals. And, like, I, I I don't like his wrestling style as much as I would if he were, you know, like, if he was more Not big your daddies. Man, you know, right, yeah, if, if he wasn't doing okay. that as much. But but this is a new kind of wrestler in New Japan, you know, a little bit. It's, yeah. it's this... I, I, I don't know, man. I really like this match a lot, and I was really yeah. happy for Hikaleo. And the fact that he beat, like, he's just got that size difference. And that's the difference between him and the other young guys, right? So, like, it's just that. So they have to figure out how to overcome that. And that tells the story of they're not as smart. You know, they're not, you know, they, they're they young and dumb, full come. And so they're not super smart necessarily. They're trying to, you know, get everything fast. Whereas Hikaleo has that extra edge, which is just size. And I don't know. I thought the match was awesome and the fact that they yeah. you know they did a lot of um cool holds and stuff like that um oh and something else i forgot to mention i'm sorry just one little quick thing i forgot to mention about the ren narita kato kiyomiya match we got kind of sidetracked on something that was a little more important but something wild about that match if you go back and watch it ren doesn't do any strikes until after 10 minutes in the match yeah. he's only doing holds which is wild i, I was like watching someone like 
did he ever do any of that? And so um, I thought that was fun. And uh, anyway, but with this main event here, you know, Shota Umino just, he just didn't have that extra little bit. And so that gives, the stink. The, he doesn't have the extra stink and he's not stink nuggets, but he doesn't have the extra mm. stink. Maybe he needs to get a couple stink nuggets, you know, that aren't him, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I, I just, <laughs> can we go over the points for a block here? Absolutely. Uh, the final points, because I don't know. I think it's fascinating. And with all these young guys, you can see what I was just talking about. And I don't know who who uh, leads the A block and how's this all work, Luke? All right. So uh, here's why Sonata wasn't in the main event because he was always going to the next round because of how because he is undefeated. 14 points, the perfect score in his block. Uh, Hikaleo is second on eight points. So almost half Sonata scored, which is wild to me. Uh, at exactly half Sonata score is Yotasuji on seven. And then uh, on six points. So all the young guys got between five and seven points. <laughs> all five of them, except for Hikaleo, of course. Uh, Yotasuji on seven. Ren Narita, Keita Kiyomiya, and Shooter all on six. Uh, Gabe Kidd on five. And then... Uh, Mr. Chase Owens on four, uh, which is probably where he should be in, in, in any block. So I'm not disappointed with that. Uh, think, yeah, uh, so. Something interesting here is if you look at the records, only two people in the block had a winning record. Sonata, obviously, and Hikaleo. Hikaleo was four and three. Everybody else was either, like, Suji was three, three, and one. That's not a winning record. And then everybody else had more uh, losses than they had wins. Which it reminds me of one of those like divisions in football where there's like one team that's awesome and everybody else is kind of in the middle of the road. So that one team that's awesome beats up all those guys and then they beat up on each other and everybody's got a terrible record. It's just wild. So that puts Hikaleo, that gets heat on him too a little bit below, you know, as far as like he's going to be fighting from underneath whoever he fights you know, Absolutely. in, in the, the tournament. That's ah, kind of cool. No, excuse me. The Oh, the tournament. Yeah, that's what I meant. So, so the way... Yeah, and the way they're doing it, Mr. Guy, is Sonata will be fighting the runner-up of oh, the, the guy who comes second in C-Block, and Hikaleo will be wrestling the winner of D-Block. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, awesome. So that's, that was uh, fun. I, you know, it's nice to kind of get that all wrapped up, and that was a good so, night of wrestling. It was kind of... I, I would say overall it was average to good though, as far as like in the pantheon of knights of G1, you know. So I'm gonna do this for B block as well, but I'll do this for A block right now before we move on. And was the last night of A block. So uh, any standout matches for you, Mister Mister Guy, in the A block this year? I don't have them organized in my brain like that. You know, as far as like what block they were in, because mm. honestly, I wasn't really paying attention to it that much. Um, but, you know, Gabe Kidd, all of his matches were awesome. Oh, you God. know, um, I think that Sonata put all the young guys over while beating them, you know, and I think he yep. did a great job of that. Um, I don't know, man. I think that matchups from other uh blocks are going to stand out more to me so i could be you know it's just kind of it's hard to put me on the spot with that i don't really organize my, my brain like that like i said mm. i think you're right with a block uh i feel like everyone ha had a chance to shine and did but uh in, in in almost all their matches and stuff but i can't necessarily pinpoint one a block match and go 
all right, maybe that one is like uh, the best of the best. Maybe one of those draws was absolutely, oh, maybe Yoda Shooter, maybe, I don't know. And he's Gabe Kidd. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> he was great. <laughs> five, His match for Sonata. His match for oh. Sonata was tremendous. So, oh, man. Oh. He was great. His, uh, he's like, his Gabe Kidd's Neo. like Poochie. Because when, whenever he's not on for that night, I'm like, where's, where's Gabe Kidd? I want more. Yeah, but, uh, but he never came so. back. So I know. No, he did not. But Gabe, so he's not really. He doesn't wear sunglasses either. So <laughs> he's not <laughs> a rock not right. and roll, rock and roll dog or whatever Poochie was. But, but, uh, but anyway, <laughs> I, I think uh, I think if we go back and you know we'll go back through our notes, everybody, and you know of course we're gonna have our big like you know, end of the year, top 10 list, spectacular. And we will, of course, have a whole segment about our top 10 uh, A block G1 33 matches. And we will break down all this for you at a later date. Absolutely. So let's do it, Mr. Guy. We are here. We are at the end of uh, the B block. And uh, we're at the same arena. And... Here we go. We have uh, Kaido Kiyomiya and Ryohai Iwa versus Sonata and Doki. He's going to pin the first... champ, right? <laughs> yeah. My my first note is poor Kiyomiya. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then my second note is, yay, Ryohai, he was wrestling in the ring again. Woo! Because, you know, we can't yeah. say we haven't seen him. We've seen him every he's night. Kinda, he's drawn the short stick as far as the young lions go. You know, he doesn't have the, like standout look like a like like oscar's huge and broken arm young lion has the broken arm thing and the hair ryu Iwa kind of doesn't stand out much he's not fujita so it's nice to see him get something you know absolutely and uh i also wrote uh kiyomiya can't even win a new japan pro wrestling tag match <laughs> <laughs> and sonata skull ends ryu Iwa for the win <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, you know at least we got to see doki wrestle kato kimia do a big dive Absolutely. on him that was fun man i thought that was fun ah <laughs> uh, at least it's I fun agree. now anyway all right next week we have ishii and tanahashi the unlikely pair versus fujita and mad mike nichols um and we get uh, this is obviously a preview match as well um, although, yeah, I don't know if that last one was anything, right? But this is a preview match yeah, here because yeah, so because we have uh, coming up Ishii versus Mikey Nichols, and so uh, they do all kinds of cool preview shit and uh, Fujita and Tanahashi wrestle. It's like amazing. <laughs> it's like wow, and Tanahashi's bumping around. It's like wow, thanks, buddy. That was really cool. So I was, I don't know, I like that. So uh, we also get interspersed. This they do that thing where like. Mikey Nichols and Ishii won't stop fighting, so they end up going to the outside and just, like, randomly coming back in the middle of the ring and fighting at one point. That's <laughs> pretty fun. So, Fujita, <laughs> he gets the kick out of a sling blade, but uh, he taps out to the clover leaf, and uh, Ishii and Mikey, they keep fighting, of course. That's right. That's right. And uh, Ishii walks to the back all pissed off, so Tanahashi's like, all right, well, I guess I'll carry your belt to the back then. Okay. Hey, the night before... <laughs> Right before they got fucking booed out of the building. So. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I, and I do believe that any crowd of wrestlers are probably going to enjoy the trio of oh, fans. Sorry, I got to enjoy the trio of Tanahashi, uh, Ishii, and Okada. Mm. But <laughs> not when they're 
wailing on wrestling hero Hiroshi Tenzan. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, speaking of Hiroshi Tenzan, this is Hanare on the cob versus Tenzan and Tamatonga. I see a tweety or two saying, oh my God, I love Jeff Cobb's hair. And I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> I was like, do you know how... And I had the opposite reaction. I'm like, oh my God, someone in this match has worse hair than Tenzan. <laughs> and it was Jeff Cobb. He's no nailed one. Fucking terrible. That green thing looks... You know what that green thing looks like? It looks like whenever he wipes his nose, he runs his hands through his hair at the same fucking time. I know you're in the Empire. Your outfit's green. That hair thing, it... Nah. It, it's like... Greater Cars works. It's on the back. Then he's got kind of like an Afro ponytail. And it's just like, this is a mismatch of bad. I'm sorry. I love you, Jeff Cobb, but... Well, it's even like... Even has got better hair than you do, dude. Uh, <laughs> His hair is usually like... He does the doohickey. Well, I guess it's it's probably coconut oil, right? Because we heard that uh, what's his name hates it. Um, he, <laughs> <I can't remember laughs> yeah, it's right. The Android. He's like, I hate coconuts. So he probably has the coconut oil in his hair usually. And tonight he didn't do that. He's got like he just you know combed it out, brushed it out. I used to have long hair. I know about these things. Uh, yes, yes, you do. Uh, uh, I'm I know about these things in theory, but. That gift you sent oh, uh, a week or two back about my hair is absolutely accurate. It's thin as hell. Uh, <laughs> I remember what I said. You. <laughs> yeah, never mind. Uh, people can look that gift up on the uh, on the Tweety on the Never Open Tweety. Anyway, uh, this pr- match is a preview for Hanari versus Tamatonga, and I hope Hanari absolutely kills Tamatonga in that match. Absolutely destroys him, and uh, and uh, Tama, like he did the previous night, is like. Yeah, I'm just going to chill out while the Tenzan does all the work again. <laughs> Come on, man. Real... He's fresh. He's fresh. He no. hasn't wrestled much lately. You know, it's fine. Yeah, well, Hanari and Cobb are also in the... Yeah. But, uh, you know. See, Mikey Nichols didn't just give Vegeta all the stuff to do. Ishii wouldn't let him. That's probably why. Ishii was just like, ah, you're not resting on the corner, bitch. You're fighting me next. And I've got tunnel vision. We're going to wrestle now. But <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I did, I did, I did like Tenzan interacting with uh, Mr. Cobb and Hanari quite a bit, though. Tenzan even uh, managed to hit a brainbuster on Cobb. <laughs> Dude, Kevin on the call here is awesome because Jeff Cobb drop kicks Tenzan, and Kevin's just like, "Oh my god, Tenzan just bounced." <laughs> <laughs> and I reread it 10 seconds. I'm like, yeah, he fucking bounced. He bounced almost up to the second row. He bounced a big time. So what a bump. Ah, oh, awesome. <laughs> and he got to hit a few suplexes and big moves and, uh, you know, put his uh, Cobra finisher submission hold and on. And a device. Yeah. On device, yes. You got to hit, put that on. Uh, you know, uh, another, another move that... Uh, Sam Punk's obviously stole from Japan. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, hey, Tenzan, he's, he's looking good. He's bumping hard. And Jeff Cobb's like, I feel like you need a holiday, bro. Tour of the islands. And, uh, of course, uh, the Empire Boys win. I really like this. Mostly because, like, I've really enjoyed seeing his dad uh, just, you know, get some offense in and then just get well held on. So... Not as much as the next match, but, you know, I like this a lot. Well, Tenzon listened to my advice, and that was what was wrong, you know. 
because I was like thinking, man, he needs to do the the Tenzon Tombstone to Jeff Cobb. Like he's on fire, the crowd's going nuts. Let's do it. You know, he did not get that move. He got the brainbuster, but then he tried to do the <laughs> Tenzon Tombstone. It didn't go well. Also, I was wondering during this match, you know, next time Hanari hits the Berserker Bomb, can we get like a my love for you is ticking clock berserker from fucking Charlton or something, you know? Would you fun. like some baking fuck berserker? <laughs> I, you know, we got we got a down way down from Charlton at one point during this show. I, why can't we get a berserker? Just saying. So that was fun. Even if he just says berserker. Right. I mean, that's. We'll fill in the rest. You know. Anyway, so. uh Next, Luke, we have uh, your favorite. It's Togi Makabe wrestling with another, like, fresh, uh, you know, talent that's, like, cool right now. So Makabe's like, dude, can I tag with you? Like, I need to be relevant. <laughs> so, and they're facing Bullet Club. It's Chase Owens and Finley. Uh, this is a preview match for Eddie Kingston versus Finley, and they got beef, man. But, uh, again, Makabe's just trying to get the rub from a cool gaijin wrestler. Um so apparently this was okay. This is a cool, like little story thing that's going on here. So when uh, Mr. Finley like took over bullet club and kind of made his first declaration without saying anything kind of up to that effect, he came out and beat up Jay white. And it was after Jay white had lost to Eddie Kingston. So Absolutely, that's yeah. very interesting. And so that's kind of playing a part in this and they're talking shit about that and whatnot. So Bullet Club, they cheat and beat up Makabe after an initial like preview between Eddie and No Funly. That's kind of fun. And I'm sure you're having a good time here because they're beating the shit out of, of Makabe. So. <laughs> <This is> awesome. <laughs> Finley, he grabs Eddie Kingston, puts him in the corner. It's like, oh, I'm going to do the machine gun chops. And Eddie just looks at him and comically no-sells them and then hits a bunch himself. And it's great. But uh, Bullet Club, they team up on Makabe, and uh, he gets a little shit in. There's a really funny part where they're like, oh, we sure are going to clothesline you. And he's like, double clothesline? Fucking hits it. Uh, but Blue Steel Driver from Finley uh, for the pinball victory, it says in my notes, over Makabe. <laughs> he beat him at pinball. All right. As, I, as I'm writing my notes, and uh, here, here's what it says. Seeing Bullet Club beat up Makabe makes me very happy. I'll look at the Tweety, and you're like, Luke must be losing his mind right now seeing Makabe get his ass kicked like this. Because was it fun seeing him get beat up by the Empire guys? Yeah, but they keep it fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Finley, he's just going to fucking, like, destroy Makabe. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's my shit. That is my shit right there. Chase, man. Chase is the the, the worst at insults. Oh, the Yankees suck. He's like the guy, you, 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 you give him a sick burn, and he's just like, uh... Uh, I know you you are, but what am I? He's like hey, that whoa. kind of level whoa. of insight. That's uh, don't be talking shit about Pee Wee Herman. It's too soon. That guy was so funny. Hey, he invented I know you are, but what am I? But he was making fun of people that might say that. So good call. Yeah, come on, man. Pee Wee rules uh, and uh, Chase Owens rules. But uh, <laughs> let's go to another fun little preview, which is a. Preview to Electric Boogaloo, I guess. It's L.I.J. versus oh, the House of Torture. It is all of L.I.J., I guess, except Hiromu? Yeah. And Teton? Uh, Hiromu uh, but, is wrestling on Gleet, so he's too busy doing Gleet. Sorry. Yeah. He's, he's too busy doing fucking ranas and shit on dinosaurs and stuff. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Uh, so, look, I don't have too much more to say about this match than I did the previous night. This episode, like, I really like it. This is fucking hella fun. Uh, and uh, there's this talk here of uh, evil going bald. And I just suddenly get, like, all right, if uh, I get, like, uh, who's the bad guy from uh, James Bond, the early ones? What's his name? Blofeld. I'm getting Blofeld vibes. Give this guy a fluffy cat, please. Uh, and all this kind of stuff, because I'm imagining what bald evil would look like. Oh, man, it's going to be awesome. There's, are, you, uh, <laughs> are, you, are you imagining that? Is that funny to you? Is that a big yeah. joke? Big joke? Okay. All right. Dude, you... <laughs> I'm losing my hair too, so I'm allowed. Oh, okay, you're here. allowed. All right, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. it's fine, it's fine. Yeah, my uh, my the front of my head is uh, meeting my the back of my head. Okay, kind of like meet... kind of like if you have a friend that's bald or something, you're allowed. Is that kind of what's going on here? <laughs> There's a line in like the first Evil Dead TV episode where he's like, "I'm allowed to say that my gardener is a huge one." I won't say what that's in relation to, but you can pretty much put like anything in there. I'm allowed to say that because my gardener is a huge one. Uh, yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> there's a Destino on Dick Togo and post-match evil. He brings out the fucking <laughs> he brings out the fucking hair shears and attacks Shingo with him. So that's awesome. And then like once like House of Torches fucked off. Uh, Knights is like, yeah, we won. Hey, Kenta Sato, wrist lock, wrist lock. You tapping out? You tapping out? Wrist lock. Oh my god, that's fucking funny. Uh, just you know, the match is over. You don't have to do anything. Knights is like, wrist lock on this guy. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Naito like attacking Kenta Sato for no reason and acting like what's wrong is so funny. But what's not funny is is acting like that being bald's the worst thing that could ever happen to somebody. <laughs> and so we don't oh want that. So, to it. Oh, you think it's funny? Well, here's the problem, Luke. Here's here's an objective problem with this. That's a subjective <laughs> problem, even though I mean it is baldest. But here's a here's an objective problem with this. Okay, you got a faction who has a fucking commercial out right now about shampoo, and they're not in the hair like angle. What? Oh, dude, that's genius. What? Oh, what you're right. Doing? Yeah, I am right, Luke. <laughs> so this should be a just five guys feud. You're correct. Yeah. Oh my god. For more than one reason, this is bad. Uh, just saying. which means so. House of Torture, which means evil. It could still happen, Mr. Guy. All right, evil beats Shingo, and then and then evil loses to Sonata. Done. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't agree with this as a storyline, obviously, but I, it's, it's, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. I'm sure it'll be fun. I'm just kidding, but I'm not yeah. kidding about the whole thing where it's, it's really stupid to have a team that has a, you know, a fucking commercial just about their hair and they're showing it and like pimping it and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, these other guys, they're going to get their head shaved. Like what? So dumb. <laughs> but All anyway, right, so Yes. Let me let me let me go because I want you to oh. talk about two of your favorite men wrestling each other, which is Tai Chi and Great Khan. Okay. So if cool. it's all right with you, please. I will take. No, I will take Yoshihashi versus Kenta. <laughs> well, it is, is a, the B Block Finals. This is a romance <laughs> here, anyway. So. Dude, I don't know if it's a romance between Kenta and Yoshihashi or Kenta and Bochan, really, but. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, maybe there's only so much he can do with Yoshihashi, and he can't really do 
penis stuff. So he transfers that to Bochan. It doesn't matter. <laughs> You're right, though. This is a bromance of wrestling. It is Yoshihashi versus Kenta. And uh, Yoshihashi, like Kenta comes out first. Yoshihashi then comes out. He goes to the corner to his pose. And then Kenta, you think he might attack him, but Kenta's just like staring at him, looking at Bochan. <laughs> Why do birds suddenly appear every time Bochan's near? <laughs> what was Kenta. Yoshihashi doing? Like when Kenta was like, hey, you cheer. And Yoshihashi cheers at the crowd, <laughs> tries to get him to cheer in such a weird, bizarre way. <laughs> Kevin Kelly and Charlton are just rendered speechless. They cannot talk because they're like, what was that? <laughs> Like, here's what no one's ever thought to do. No, oh, you know, like, Kent is a big troll to get of LIJ slash proportion sometimes, right? LIJ proportion. Because, like, oh, you know what no one's ever done with Yoshihashi? Cheer battle. A cheer off. Yes. Oh, my God, that's genius. And I'm like, yeah, it is. And Kent is like, all right, everyone, yay. Crowd's going nuts. And Yoshihashi's like, oh, fuck. I've got to do a cheer off. Then he just does like puts his arms up like he's got fucking Hulk Hogan pythons. He's like, ah! doesn't know how to do it. They they didn't go over that in the dojo. You know? so, so. So, like Tanahashi isn't in chaos, so he's not gonna tell him. You know Okada's not gonna tell him. Go to him. not gonna tell you him. Know? Shit. <laughs> you know. Ishii just grunts at him. I mean, what you know? Yo Yo doesn't know either. Drinks have gone to sleep. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like I was I'm in bed. Leave me alone. <laughs> I don't like this match. It turns that turns into a, a, a really fun match, but just oh my god, that's just making me laugh so hard. Uh, so uh <laughs> he does uh he does do his pose, but once after he's finished posing, uh can just beating him up. Uh he but uh Yoshi throws Ken to the outside. There's a baseball slide, but Kenta's like, nah, it's not gonna work for me, and uh pulls Yoshihashi out of the ring and starts throwing into the rails and into the rails again and just be just to make sure that uh, Yoshihashi uh, has a sore back I don't know what I'd like more would I, what would you prefer Mr. Guy I'm going to pose this question to you would you prefer Kenta to throw you into the guardrail or would you prefer him to kick you in the back you have to choose one I'm going to go with kick in the back because I don't know how to take the guardrail spot and I feel like he'd take care of me you know <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you might be right. Whereas, like, uh, those kicks to the back, I'm just like, oh, fuck me. I don't, yeah, I know this if, is wrestling. But, if you ever and, get the opportunity to do a wrestling move, do the one where the other guy has all the control because you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly right. So, so uh, you know, Kenta is, like, fucking him up, and then he decides, you know what? cheat as well fuck it why not so uh he makes uh yoshihashi bump into marty and then just when you think ken kendo's gonna be like i wrote, I wrote kendo but he grabs a kendo stick i did write kendo in reference to kenta not just kendo. Yeah. <laughs> that's confusing so there is that it is so kenta i'm thinking like all right he's gonna get bochan and wailing with it now no he grabs the kendo stick why he probably has a little respect for that uh, Bochan. He gets the kendo stick and just wails on Yoshihashi with it. Then he gets Bochan, but he misses. I like. I always like this kind of spot in wrestling where uh, uh, you 
you miss someone and then you hit the ropes and then it comes back and smacks you in the face. Kenta yeah. does that with Bochan. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty weak because you don't want to really knock your nose right. in that damn thing. So, it's really uh, funny. So. I get it. <laughs> it. It always, like, it never looks like that hard when it's a chair either, you know. Like, no. But I like, I appreciate what they're going for and I'm allowing because head injuries, I don't like them. Uh, there's a sit-out powerbomb by Yoshihashi. Gnarly strikes by both men, especially Kenta, who does, like, these two back fists that I feel like almost, like, if if one didn't decapitate Yoshihashi, the other one almost did. Oh, that was fucking awesome. There's a Kumo Goroshi. I'm pretty sure that was done by Yoshihashi. And uh, he's getting close, as he always does. But there's an inside cradle, and Kenta gets the win. So, yeah. I wish they didn't book Kenta to be a mid-range guy. Like, I feel like he, because of his Noah roots and him being Bullet Club, that, like, he should be a bit more of, book more, maybe as a top-range heel. But I want everyone to be a top guy. Yeah, I know, I know. I'd be the worst booker ever. And you win, and you win, but we're wrestling each other. Fucking figure it out! That's right, so... (laughs) That's funny. <laughs> there, uh, I, <laughs> there was in this match too. We were talking, uh, you know, together because I was just a little bored at one point, and I was what, you know, like thinking, you know, I wonder <laughs> if uh, Yoshihashi gets his plastic shorts from the same place that Pimpy gets his, and and you were like, <laughs> he does wear plastic shorts, doesn't he? <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, that made me laugh. Also, I don't know if you remember, there was there used to be this show. And it was like, Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers. Rangers. Remember that show, right? Yeah. So there was a character on there called Monty McCheese. And he was a, like a fat <laughs> mouse that was a pilot. And whenever he saw cheese, he smelled it. He, he'd start floating in the air and go, cheese. And he could he like turns into Dom DeLuise, basically. And he, can't, <laughs> <laughs> he cannot control himself. And it's like, that's what happens to Kento when he sees Bochan. <laughs> it's so funny. He's like, he gets mesmerized. That, oh, man, that was really funny. He loves, it, it, he loves <laughs> that stuff like uh, Tai Chi and Tamatonga, like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. That it's it's magical powers, you know. So uh, also the finish of this match made commentary lose their shit again because, like, it's like Yoshihashi and Marty both catch Kenta doing a low blow at the same time. Like, like Yoshihashi catches it with his hands and Marty looks at it exactly the same time and commentary just start losing their minds laughing because it's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just really funny. So anyway, that match was a blast. And next week we have another match that I've been really looking forward to. And I didn't oh, care yeah, who yeah. won this because Taichi's not going to win the G1 guys. He's just not going to, it's fine. I'm not mad that he's not going to win the G1. And if he gets eliminated by great Okan, maybe this could lead to some fun King of pro wrestling stuff between them. So, and this match is fascinating because they work a really slow match, but you don't notice that at all. Cause they both have awesome character shit and they're both selling and doing awesome pro wrestling. Chris Charlton suggests that United Empire are doing their oh they're stealing sponsor or okay he suggests that United Empire are losing their sponsorship opportunities to just five guys and that they should have got the hair you know the <laughs> hair product commercial which I thought was pretty funny so <clears throat> so Taichi <laughs> makes a, a bad decision here at the beginning he decides that he is going to 
Matt wrestle Greater Khan, and he's just <laughs> fucking schooled. It's just like, and I'm like, man, use your use your fucking sumo shit, Tai Chi, but he doesn't, and he has to go to the outside and think about it. And when he gets back in, and he starts using kicks, and it's like great. But Great Okan double legs Tai Chi, and he puts um he puts him out of the ring. Then it's all fuck your arm from Great Okan. And but the one thing that like Great Okan doesn't really have as good as Tai Chi is these monster kicks. So Tai Chi has those, right? He takes the pants off. He gets some like crazy holds too. So he's mad. It's funny because yeah. normally he's gonna go for a kick when he pulls the, the pants off, but they've been doing submissions, and he's like, motherfucker. You may have got me in that opening exchange, but I know some weird shit. So he gets this like crazy like hammerlock sleeper thing on Great Khan for a rope break. And Great Khan, after he gets out of the hold, is like choking still and like act like he's gonna throw up. It's great. So I really like that. Great Khan shoots in though, and Taichi gets him in, in like another hold that's just like that. Only this time it's an arm bar. It's like the same kind of like like hammerlock deal but he's also got the other arm and an arm bar it's wild looking and you know we know where he learned those so um you know i mean they they're i'm sure they're like old all japan things but i like to think that he learned them from zack saber jr so um but uh <laughs> he gets a cross arm breaker in deep and great okan's absolutely fucked but he barely gets to the ropes great okan gets a huge uranagi for a double down and now Damn. Great Okan is like, oh yeah, that hole from the beginning, I'm gonna use that again. And he just grinds Tai Chi into the mat like he was doing at the beginning. And Tai Chi's like, fuck. So he gets a rope break and Chumpy is really funny yelling at him. He's just like, no, 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 no. Give up, give up, give up. Just screaming in their face. <laughs> it's so funny. So, oh man, there's some wild leg hold. And it's also kind of a pin, but Chumpy's like, it's not on purpose, so I'm not counting that. So here's what happens. The Great Okan, he gets up slow, and he sells his legs. Taichi fakes a super kick and turns it into another leg hold. Great Okan oh, reverses so it. Good. Then Taichi reverses it. And while not really moving their leg position, they accomplish this by selling. So they're both in the same hold on each other. And it looks like kind of like figure four without the bendy part it's like a double knee bar type thing where they both have it on and so and they don't really move anything other than their face and their arms and you can tell who has it on at any moment and it's like it's just awesome so great so that made me so fun uh, made me laugh so hard and i loved it uh there's a big strike battle here and it leads to a big almond gurry from taichi he gets the axe bomber but great okan grabs him and hits that like grinding hold again after like yeah. slamming Tai Chi with it, he gets him in this hold, slams him. It's like a Uranagi type slam, but it's it's also this weird hold. And he grinds Tai Chi into the mat. Tai Chi has to tap out. Tremendous match. I love that match. It was it was, and again, it was really slow paced. Didn't even notice. <laughs> this, this this is like like I am a massive fan of Blade Runner. That movie's fucking slow. And I'm a massive fan of this match, so for, for a similar reason, it is kind of oh, slow. Oh, you mean, I thought you meant the move, Blade Runner. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Well, I'm a fan of that move. Uh, yeah. It's like, uh, it's like Sonata saw the Blade Runner and was just like, what if I did it the other way? Yeah, very smart. Uh, yeah, I love that finish. Uh, it's that STO kind of takedown. It looks almost like uh, a kind of like a headlock, S, uh, uh, everything is evil kind of thing boom so you knock the wind out of the motherfucker by slamming him down on the mat 
and then you've got this gnarly looking choke fucking shit on him. Man, go to Khan, dude. Keep that. Keep that, man. He always does. You know, you, when, I, he, when he adds something new, he always keeps it. That's great. He's got a million. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, he does. Because like I'm, I'm expecting like just when we forget that it exists, he's gonna pull out that spin torture rack fucking move and just yeah. blow my mind with it. He blows my mind with it every time. I'm like, oh yeah, he he does this every now and again. So yeah, he's just adding moves to his arsenal. Uh, this is this match is awesome. Yeah, Tai Chi and Greater Khan work, worked well together. This is like two of our dudes putting on a really good match, and uh, it's our shit. It's a different kind of our shit because it might not be like I don't know, quote unquote, never as fuck, but it's fucking brutal. It's and it's awesome, and it's these guys just yeah, they do a lot, and it's a lot with selling and character stuff too. It's it's just great wrestling. I love it. Yeah, and and, uh, and there wasn't anything. There was, I don't, did anybody go to the top rope in that match? Was there any kind of like dangerous move? No, it was like at one even... point, at one point they were doing shit that couldn't possibly hurt each other. And they just did it for like yeah. five minutes and I loved it. So <laughs> did they even leave the ring? <laughs> yeah, they went to the outside for a second, but not for long. So it wasn't long. Yeah. Uh, in a, in a G1 where sometimes half the match is on the outside. Uh, yeah, they didn't do it so long uh, in, in this. Yeah, so, all right. Um, I guess I'm stalling a little bit because here we go. It is Kazuchika Okada versus Tonga Loa. And Andy's going to have a completely different opinion on this match with me, and that's fine. I like that about uh, wrestling. You know, we, we love the same thing, but we don't like the same things in that same thing, if that makes sense. Uh, I see a move uh, early on in this match that I'm just like, all right, you need to stop doing that. And it is Tongaloa's shitty little punches, the little <laughs> soft ones. They look soft as fuck. That's the problem I have with some of Tongaloa's offense. It looks fucking <laughs> soft. S-W-A-F-T, soft. And then Okada, who's like one of the best in the world, has to fucking sell that. Yeah. No, stop doing it. Then there's another moment in this match where I, I'm like, all right, Fucking shotgun drop kick on the outside. That's fucking an Okada staple. What do you do when you get drop kicked like that? You go flying into the railing. <laughs> fucking Tonga Lola just gets down onto the mat. I'm like, what are you doing? He goes like I'm sideways. Like, <laughs> he falls sideways. He kicked you. Man, you're supposed to fly backwards, not like at a 90 degree angle. What is that? Yeah. Ah! Then fucking commentary's telling me like, like that this. This man's gotten better in this tournament as he goes along. And this is the same commentary that's telling me that Ishii's so shit with his points that maybe he shouldn't be in the G1 next year. And same with Yoshihashi. And I'm like, I'm sorry, commentary team in the world, but I have liked liked every single Yoshihashi match in this tournament. Except, no, I even liked the Tongaloa one. Yeah, I did. And I've loved every single Ishii match. Are you insane commentary? I know they're talking more about the points and stuff, but this man has six points. And he's a fucking crime because he's the worst wrestler in this tournament. He's been gone for a year. He could have done anything to just give himself, like, a, a different look or some new moves, something like that. No, he's the same dude, and he sucks. I didn't like it. I did not think he had a chance in hell of coming close to winning. He does try to win the same way he beat Will Ospreay. Uh, and 
this is one of those rare instances where, for me at least, not even Okada can shine this turd up. Uh, and I fucking did not like this match. And it shocks me because uh, this previous match was against Kenta, Mr. Okada, and I didn't like that match either. So I'm like, hmm, come on, Okada. But uh, I know he'll turn around. But I did not like this match. I'm sorry. I know you'll be like a different opinion. That's fine. It's it's That's fine. And I didn't like it. Okay. You don't have to apologize for not liking I'm apologizing to you. Yeah, you don't <laughs> yeah, have to. So um, please don't. But uh, anyway, I, I thought the first half of this match was very bad at times. And the second half was or like the last five minutes was like amazing. Because it was just like Okada took over. And I mean, like he took everything over. He was like, at one point, it was right after that guardrail spot on the outside. They, or maybe it was earlier. They did a whole deal where they just for no reason go over to the English commentary table and just knock all their shit over. And they don't even do like a spot really on the table that's even effective. So I think it's Tonga Loa that's supposed to go through that table, but he just doesn't. And it just kind of leads to Okada being like, well, countout's not the finish of this match. Why are you not getting in? And he has to run out and go get Tonga and throw it in the That shit was so funny. Uh, but the end was really fun. And, you know, it was great to see him do some cool moves and Okada to get a guy, you know, kind of put him over big time in this loss. And I thought Okada did everything he could. But the the strike sequence where, <laughs> where Tonga Loa is like hitting like a like a a slap kind of that's what's supposed to be i guess an open hand like hit to okada's midsection then one to his throat then one to his midsection one to his throat and it is the worst shit you've ever seen poor okada's over there selling it like it's death and it's like it is so bad and i get it you want to work light with the top guy you're not trying to hurt him or anything but man come on <laughs> come on so yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, it was not good, Luke, but the end was fun. And Okada, you know, we'll talk about his points here in a minute, but, uh, you know, Tonkaloa has six points, Luke, and he's Luke's going to be real mad about that later when we talk Fucking about Fucking bullshit. So, all right, let's talk about something that we both have to agree is amazing because oh. it's objectively great, right? Hell yes. Hell uh, yes. You know, it comes down to this. Winner moves on, right? I think it, there's if they if these two tie uh, in the main event, it gets complicated. But you know, uh, simply winner moves on. It's ELP El Fantasma versus Will Ospreay, right? This match has happened before. I don't really remember it. I'm sure it happened best of Super Juniors years ago and probably on the Indies 50 times. But I don't remember. This it is happening. a heavy. This is a heavy match. Yeah. Right, and it's in the main event of the last night of their block in the G1. It's in a big spot, right, at, at in Osaka. This is a big deal. And the crowd is like, fuck you, Will Ospreay. We want ELP to win. And that's kind of, you know, it's, it's him fighting from underneath and the crowd getting behind him. It's a big chunk of this match that's just tremendous, but... It opens up, of course, with a high-flying, spectacular opening with all kinds of shenanigans. It's just amazing that you expect from these guys. It's amazing. ELP kind of has Will running away at one point, you know, and um, it's pretty great. But uh, Will cuts off ELP with his strike game because ELP strikes are trash other than, you know, his, like, running kicks or his um, sudden death. 
like his strikes are not good. And so that's always a weakness he has to kind of try to overcome here, right? So <laughs> Will sees the burger wrap that is on ELP's neck and it's like, oh, that's a target. And immediately goes for some fuck your neck and hits big chops and stuff. And he hits back chops to his neck and it's like, that's illegal. So <laughs> <laughs> ELP, it tries to fight back and it just doesn't work. Like his strikes don't work. Nipple twists have no effect. And the crowd's like, whoa. <laughs> so ELP, finally, he does stagger Will a little bit with a forearm. and hits a great satellite DDT for first double down on the match. Huge lariat. Russian leg sweep. Pinpoint elbow. And now they run the ropes. And it's, like, just awesome. And Will gets a little bit of his amazing shit in. And it's just tremendous. My goodness. ELP, he knocks Will off the top rope and hits a top rope walk acai moonsault to the floor top rope walk acai moonsault to the floor yeah. and uh, it's incredible <laughs> yep. and we get some more heat on elp after uh, will takes over again then it's a one-sided chop out where will just fucking kills him <laughs> and this is another back chop hook kick elp fires up though but then just falls to the apron crumples He's got nothing, you know. They fight on the apron, teasing all kinds of awful things where they're both going to die, but they don't. It's great. But ELP, he finally gets, like, some hope. He sends Will into the ring post that makes this cool, like, ding noise, which was really funny. So it's like he smacked it with his palm when he hit it, and it was like, ding. But uh, that was fun. So Oz <laughs> Cutter on the apron, though, and it's a double countout spot. ELP gets in second after Will's already in there, and, of course, Will hits a coast-to-coast, -coast, right? And uh, just like in the preliminary tag match. But he's met with a sudden death. It gets kicked out of the air. Woo! And uh, he hits a big springboard thunder kiss splash. Does ELP. Inverted DVD. I'm not calling it fucking <laughs> burning hammer. But uh, Will hits a Spanish fly for a double down as the crowd at this point have stomping their feet, just fucking losing their minds. It's And, and they're cheering for ELP, not Will. It's awesome. So... They do cool reversals, and ELP gets out of the Stormbreaker, the first attempt here. And he hits an awesome-looking sudden death here for two. The crowd's on fire again, stomping their feet, and it's just magic time here, man. CR2 is countered by a pop-up forearm. ELP hits a bunch of cool pin reversals to, to counter uh, you know, Will's running attacks. And there are three huge false finishes, boom, 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 right in a row here for ELP. Then ELP hits an os cutter and a CR2 for another huge near fall. Three minutes left, Luke. On the top rope, Cheeky Nando's is countered by ELP. He flies right into an os cutter, though. Then another ELP kicks out here for another huge near fall. Hidden Blade, ELP kicks out of that. Storm, uh, Stormbreaker and uh, Will wins. But my God, incredible main event on a night of very good pro wrestling. But that certainly stood out. Woo. It's actually a Storm Driver. Oh, right, right. Thank you. Yeah. I thought I, I thought uh, I used, it was a uh, typo because I was like, I, it says Storm Driver right by notes. So I was like, that's not what it's called. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, this is a match where I'm like, oh, the guy who didn't want to win, the guy I wanted to win didn't win. And I, and I'm more than okay with it. Like, because, yeah, it happens sometimes, you know, the, like, uh, like when Catch-22 beat uh, Doki and Kanemaru, I wanted going on Doki so bad so bad 
oh, I wanted to see off in Tasmania in the next round so bad. Just so bad and get a major epic win over the United States champion. I just wanted it so much. The crowd wanted it. I believed. I jumped out of my seat at one point going, go, Alphantas, my go! <laughs> so I was fucking in. They had me eating out of the palm of the hand, both men. This was absolutely fucking fantastic. And uh, this, is, this is how you end the block. Uh, <laughs> I'm yeah. not saying the end of A block was bad. Hikaleo and Shooter was a good time, but this wasn't a good time. This was a fucking great time. This is the kind of shit where you're just like, oh, why do you like this New Japan stuff? Uh, <laughs> watch this. You know, uh, this match was absolutely incredible. Uh, talk about like just creative ways to to sell long, either in the short term or long term with El Fantasma. Like my shoulders fucked. So let's do a whole whole bunch of matches where I don't have, like. I've seen people who have an injured arm. Even Ishii has done this. I will, will admit. Where ah, oh, my arm's fucked. Oh, but I can get this chop in. Boom, and I'm yeah. fucking you up. That's not that's not what El Fantasma is doing. He's gone the opposite way of yeah, he can hit you with the chops, but he's so injured he got nothing behind him. So Osprey's like, all right, I can do it. <laughs> Your chops ain't shit, you little bitch. You know shit like that. That's that kind of man. He's a really creative dude, and when you have a really creative dude wrestling a really creative dude, you're gonna get a really creative match. And that's what this is. Absolutely fucking incredible. This is amazing. So, yeah. Oh, what a fucking... Yeah. Oh, my God. So good. I, I, can't, so good. Uh, I can't not mention, though, that we did have a, another John Hatfield special after this match. You know, Will gets the win. He's like, ah, let's hear it for the kid. You know, he's damn yeah. good, isn't he? That kid over there that didn't win sure is good. But, uh, but uh, it, yeah, <laughs> they've got a... Look, the only complaint I have... What? You're going to complain? It's got nothing to do with the match. It's apparently um, after the match, I don't know if it happened in, in backstage or whatever, uh, Tamatonga and Tongaloa invited El Fantasma to join them. And I'm like, yeah. why aren't you joining your freaking father? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like ELP's a little too cool for Hontai, but, you know, maybe he'll uh, he'll give them a coolness. And I'm already <laughs> imagining... Uh, El Fantasmo uh, teaming up in six mans with Ryusuke Taguchi. So uh, I'm going to allow it. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. But Jado, too. So, <laughs> um, yeah, Luke, I'm looking at the B block points here. And uh, it's interesting because the same thing is true of this block as the other block, where there's only two yeah. guys with winning records, but they're both much closer. You know, so, uh, I mean, can you run down who got what in the G1? Hurdy. All right. So, uh, also say the way B block was booked is probably a little similar to how A block was booked. I'm probably a little bit more partial to B block. Actually, I think I like a little more. But uh, you are right with the points distribution too, because uh, Scorecard convincingly won the block on 12, but he didn't get a clean sweep. Uh, the only person in the block to beat him. He's uh, right behind him on 10 points, and that's Mr. Will Osprey. And then uh, everyone's on six except for Yoshihashi. <laughs> so <laughs> El Fantasmo, Tai Chi, Tongaloa, Ken, Tongaloa, come on, man. Tongaloa has, ha, Tongaloa has the same points in this G1 as El Fantasmo, Tai Chi, Kenta, and Great Okan. Not only, come on, man, what are you doing, but 
Bet you get for real? Yeah. But uh, and Yoshihashi on a uh, four points. So so last year didn't El Fantasma get like two points or something yeah. like that? Like he did real bad. So th- he had progression here and he made it. You know, I know he was going to wrestle this match either way, but he kind of <laughs> made it in contention to the final night. That's good. You know, he he Absolutely. got some progression. Taichi's never going to win. He's always just going to be. He's like Ishii. You know, he's in there to just. Yeah, be awesome and hey man i'm all about it you know kenta always is kind of in a similar spot and so is great okan yoshihashi and tonga Loa are wrestlers in new japan pro wrestling that were in this g1 that we watched <laughs> don't you dare put them in the same category i i <laughs> enjoyed watching some yoshihashi matches he did good this uh, year yeah his match against Kenta that we just saw was fun. His Tai Chi match was great. The L- the Osprey match was really good. Uh, he, uh, and and as even though I've mega dumped on him for many episodes in a row, I liked his uh, Tongaloa. I liked to- Tongaloa versus Yoshihashi. Yes, yeah. I did. That was good. So yeah, yeah. But uh, that's the B block, which means we have. Two more block finals, Mr. Guy. One happens right. uh, one happens tomorrow night, which is the end of my probably my favorite block, the C block, the never block, which uh, I'm very much looking forward to. We have some I will I'll skip the tags. There's tags happening, everyone. Uh, yeah, Master Huato will be back. That's right. Uh, oh, really? Cool. Oh, Honda's back. Yay. Yeah. Oh, he's gonna lose to his dog. He's bought with those dogs for real, but I'm I'm alright with that. Those I, I like, dogs I like... for real. <laughs> well, what dogs for real? Suzuki's back as well. Yeah. yeah oh, cool. good, good. It's been a while. Yeah, look at that. While. So, so we actually have strong style together again. And yeah. Okay, good. That's good, man. Because like, man, Ren Narita, I'm telling you, he needs direction. He needs something with. He needs that. You know, when he's just off on his own, it's like, oh, I don't know, brother. Yeah, he needs a, a little bit of a charisma rub, and uh, Despy and Suzuki will give that to him, no problemo. All right, so our block matches. <sighs> Neither man could win the G1, but I don't give a shit. It's Ishii versus Mikey Nichols. I think this match is going to be nuts. Uh, they're just, they're just going to smash each other, and uh, I'm, I'm all there for it, and I can't wait. Uh, we have uh, Hinare versus uh, Tamatonga, and... Uh, Look, Tamar's Tam- on seven, Hanari's on four, Tamar's not. Look, you've done all right, Mr. Tamatonga. You beat the Nevered guy, so you can have that match again again. It's time for Hanari to, yeah, I want to see him get to six points. I, I'd love that. He got to two last year. He only beat Tanahashi. So he's already had progression, mm-hmm. as you would say, uh, at four, and I'd like to see that progress a little more, even those points up a little bit. So I see Ishii maybe... Not ending on two, maybe beating Mikey Nichols as well. But uh, we also have uh, Eddie Kingston versus uh, David uh, Finley. And I feel like Finley should win this because Finley has, his story has been being like, oh, these are the things that gave Jay White problems. These are the people who he had problems with. Now nah, I've beaten them. I fucked their shit right up. So I feel like the story here, it's going to be an awesome match and, and all that. But uh, I feel like. Finley should win, but uh, it's fine. And then uh, the main event, I'm super excited for, even though probably Evil's losing, and that's and 
It's Shingo. Shingo versus Evil is going to be bananas. It's, 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 that's my shit right there. I mean, he'll be losing the Niner's friend at least, you know? Nobody yeah, exactly. Right, so. no, um, yeah, I guess, I guess whoever wins that block, you know, it will be either one of those four men that we just mentioned probably. And so Absolutely. I don't know, man. I feel like that, you know, David Finley, like you said, he's got to keep moving forward and him, you know, making the finals makes a lot of sense here. We'll see. Um, you know, I'm, I don't know. That'll be a fun night. The night after that, Luke, is the wrap-up of the D block. And uh, this has some interesting matchups, including Toriano versus the Android, <laughs> Alex Coughlin. So that should be fun. Um, I don't know. I can't I can't wait to see what Alex C uh, deal, how he deals with the uh, I have no idea what that wrist, match is going to look like. And wrist I can't wait. tape, yes, and, uh, and maybe a bag on his head. So I bet you can see right through the bag. How cool would that be? The bag doesn't affect him at all. That would be He's got the Android. I'm going to switch to infrared. <laughs> right. So. Switch to Predator oh, Vision. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, we also have an Islander face-off. It is Shane Haste versus – well, I guess you're not an Islander if you're from Australia. That's mainland. My bad. Uh, Jeff Cobb versus Shane Haste, so that'll be fun. Um, and then uh, let's see here. Next we have Hiroki Goto. Versus Zack Sabre Jr. Oh my God, Zack Sabre Jr. is going to break Goto in half. Yes, he is. <laughs> yes. I can't wait to see that. And then the main event, which it might be for all the marbles, we'll find out. It's Naito versus Tanahashi. Fucking classic, always. Uh, and and then what happens from there, Luke, is then we have like three nights of tournament basically you know as as this kind of like end of the tournament the tournament beyond as dusty Rhodes might say and uh there has been something announced for that too at some point during this all we're going to get the young lions gauntlet that was supposed to happen a while back that never did and fujita yes. not allowed in it not allowed in it because he's not you know he's, he's a young cool. punk that's why <laughs> that's right <laughs> so you're right so yeah uh Got yeah, so uh, night yeah, we, they're definitely milking the uh, last few nights, so uh, expect lots of tag matches, but uh, that's okay, I don't mind. Some of those tag matches are going to set up um, or set up future feuds because you're going to have people who are like, hey, I beat you in the G1, uh, and you're a title champion, title champion, yeah, that's how it works. Uh, I want a shot, so uh, expect in in these matches. Uh, dear listeners for someone to step up to tai chi and be like uh i'm gonna want your belt and uh etc etc for uh, other champions uh, expect a, a guy or two to be like hey uh go to yoshihashi uh we want your belt all that kind of stuff so yeah um, like the tag the tag matches that we see on the final night you know the the actual finals night that will be what the feuds are going to be going forward so and we'll probably get yeah. kato kiyomiya on one team versus okada on the other team put it down mark it down i know that that could happen and that could lead to what we wanted uh a match between them but that feels like a consolation win i wanted a g1 match between them i'm going to stop talking about that because uh it's over it's not happening i brought it up i just you did that was funny (laughs) because i don't i don't care if it happens at all but uh it would be funny if they had just another brawl you know and uh that led to something else and it turns out they had a plan the whole time and everybody calm down <laughs> of course as i said uh i'll and uh, i might trust the man but uh, he makes it really 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 hard sometimes 
It's like, I have faith in him, but he's going to make me question that faith for well. sure. <laughs> and that's fine. Yeah, he keeps us on our toes, and uh, that's exactly what you want, I guess. Uh, but I want all my faves to win all the time and get over it and all make the monies and be the populars. Yay! I'd be the worst booker of all time, I swear to Christ. Because, uh, yeah, that's that's just how it is. Uh, so, uh, unless uh, unless Mr. Guy has anything you'd like to like to add. I would just like to add that that was a fun-ass podcast right there. That was really yeah. fun. We just had a fucking blast. And, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. It didn't that feel like two hours to me. <laughs> no, I wasn't two hours. I didn't even check. I was yeah. like, I was laughing so hard half the time. And uh, I like uh, I like when we have lively discussion about stuff that is out there. So and sometimes just to let you know, guys know, sometimes I think we both lean into opinions a little bit because it's part of the discussion thing. And so, you know. Sometimes we're just playing devil's advocate a little bit. Just to let you guys know. So. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Because <laughs> I feel like if we disagreed a lot, <laughs> why are we doing a podcast? Like, you know, probably, yeah. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, the blacksmith makes it hard, but yeah. At the end of the day, <gasps> Engato, oh, we trust. <laughs>